say Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers. This is Under the Influencer. A show where we sit down for a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay. Or occasionally us. (laughs) (laughs) Today is all about back back to to school. school. It's that time of year. It's, you know, Florida is already in the thick of it. Up north, I know they're getting ready. Mm-hmm. I've got my friends with kids all like, oh, my God, I can't talk. The, the, the backpacks and the shopping and all that. You know, I asked this question to Danielle, who works at Magic with me. But how, what feeling comes over your body when you see a back to school commercial? Um, dread. <laughs> I still think I sweat a little. It's it's like <laughs> a very condensed and specific version of the Sunday scaries. It is, and it it never leaves you. It's, and maybe it leaves you when you have your own kids and you're like excited they're going back to school. I, I don't know, but I see those commercials and I just get like, oh no. No, it never <laughs> it never goes away. Because let me tell you, in anticipation of recording this today, last night. I went to bed and I had the dream. The back to school. The back dream? to school. The first day of school dream. Oh, it never goes away. You can't get anything done on time. You can't get your socks In, on. Oh my God. <laughs> Immediately the stress went right. I mean, there I was, clear as day, crack of dawn, <laughs> wandering the halls of St. Pete High. I was oh. there. And, you know, there's always something wrong in those dreams. And this one was at like all of a sudden I didn't know anybody. None of my oh. friends were there. And I was in all of the wrong classes. Like my first period of the day was like frisbee throwing. <laughs> you were like, I was in theater. I'm not doing this. I can't uh, do like that. Never goes away. Those school dreams. Still, you get that that sense of stress. I have a very specific like feeling I associate with Sunday scaries slash back to school, and it's like being at our mom's house. The blinds are open. Uh-huh. It's like dusk. It's starting to get dark. Mm-hmm. And that like Sunday night football sound is on. That one or the nightly news sound. Yeah. And there's a window open. There's, there's a, a window. Yeah. And, and I just feel like I can picture being in that moment and not wanting to get up the next morning and go to school. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never want that. Like Oh, and the sound of those crickets. That's crickets. like. <laughs> that's not it. That's not it. They're not crickets. What are the ones that are real? Cicadas. Cicadas. It's it's such a specific place, and mm-hmm. the and the you never want that sun to fully set, and that that no. period of that sort of golden hour on that Sunday just seems to last forever. Yeah. At least you want it to. <sighs> what do you have a favorite? Um, what era of back to school do you ever feel like you thrived? Like did did you look forward to it? Was it when you were a senior and you weren't actually? <laughs> to school wow wow i was there i was there um part of the time um for me it was honestly like once i got out of catholic school first of all bye bitches (laughs) um i may the lord be with you may the lord be with you peace on this day blessings uh i'm out um (laughs) i uh 
you know, I obviously as a kid, you're like, now I can wear anything I want. I'm in mm-hmm. public school. I can show my expressions of my life or whatever. I, I don't know. <laughs> something else. I thought you were going to say show my tits. I got, I got my titties out. Um, <laughs> I, I, I just, for me, for several years, uh, the first day of school was like, the new Madonna album drop. Like this is yeah. a new identity. This is a new persona. <laughs> new hair. I am. And like, I, like I specifically remember like one year I was like, I'm going to wear all like Hawaiian style tropical shirts. And yes. I had enough for two weeks of no skips and that's all I wore. And then like the next year was like black t-shirts with like funny sayings on them. Like yes. comment shirts. Comment like, shirts. That became my identity. Comment shirts were the memes before memes. Yeah. Yeah. You because. Know, you would walk around and like it would be just a black shirt and it says something stupid like your village called their idiot is missing. And. Right. Teachers love that one, but most people didn't get it. Yeah. You had that one. I didn't actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, can't, I wish I could remember some of them now. I'm sure we could dig up some photos. But I feel like there was also a combo of comment shirt with open Hawaiian shirt. Well, the, yeah, there was definitely <laughs> a, there was a, there was a transition period. That was like Madonna's music album, you know? Like yeah. I, I went from uh, <laughs> the Ray of Light into music, into American life. But there was always like those crossover songs. So I had like moments where I was big on the Hawaiian tropical over a t-shirt yeah, yeah. with puka shells <laughs> puka shells and did you ever frost your tips i don't know if you so did. i wasn't so, oh my gosh i just <laughs> flashed back the spray i wasn't allowed to like permanently but the at the height of like the spray tip this like the, the frosted tip battery yes. boys in sync moment you could buy for like nothing canned spray tip spray and it had like a glitter sheen it had glitter sheen you could get blue <laughs> red yellow blonde oh, black I forgot um and i had those and <laughs> they yeah. were great until you touched your head <laughs> and you had like shimmering glitter blue shit all yeah. over your hand there was a potent smell to those sprays oh it was it was it was God worse awful. than actual spray paint yeah. Because they was, were like, let's try and pretend this isn't a chemical, but it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why I have a dent in my my head behind my ear. Like, I have damage from my spray yeah. tip era. remember so i've stayed in the catholic school as we've said much longer than you so my first experience wearing anything i wanted was uh ninth grade and i was over the moon i think i planned outfits out the night before for the first year but it was kind of that was also a really interesting fashion time for me because this is like perfect example of catholic school girl comes from a class of 20 wearing uniform goes to high school just 
complete identity crisis. Yeah. Did not know who I was, but I did know I had this best friend, Lexa, and we were really into ska music. Yeah, you were. So everything was checkered print. So <laughs> checkered belt, checkered fans, checkered print backpack. And then I would wear low rise jeans with little kids t-shirts I got from the thrift store. This was my big debut in high school. What I looked like. I remember that. <laughs> I, your Scott era, I actually was a big fan of that. <laughs> it was interesting. I, I had a, a huge collection of CDs. I went to so many shows at State Theater. The Gaslight Manifesto. <laughs> the Planet yeah, yeah. Smashers. Gaslight, yes. <laughs> Wait, now I feel like you're missing out. <laughs> no, Gaslight. Yeah. Streetlight Street Manifesto. Light Manifesto. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what's that? Sam, it's the Gaslight Manifesto. <laughs> You're making it up. Well, there's Gaslight Anthem, <laughs> Streetlight Manifesto, um, the, the Aquabats. It's all in your head. You're crazy. If you it's ever want, <laughs> one of the most interesting bands ever to follow is the Aquabats. Uh, actually, Travis Barker was in them when they first started. Ooh. They had... Just go take a deep dive. They had a song <laughs> called Pool Party, and it just was like, pool party, baby. It was a cool party. It was interesting. But this is how I entered high school. Okay, I love this. First experience. And I mean, that fits that sort of like rebel out of Catholic yeah. school, you know, ideal. I had my little spot in the courtyard. The courtyard at St. Pete High, and I'm, I'm sure it's still this way. It was so political. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it, it wasn't, in, in in our high school days, it wasn't really about lunch because high school was so early. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't. Right. It was actually terrorism to well, make it that early. <laughs> 7.05, I think, was start time. Yeah. And so there wasn't like a mid lunch like lunch was after school if you mm -hmm. wanted it and but you had a 10 15 only the losers stayed no, i'm kidding i'm kidding um uh 10 15 break you had, was we the... had little breaks mm -hmm. and i would go because they had like the mini food areas oh my god the best chocolate chip cookies still to this day well i was gonna say the best cinnamon roll i oh. would get french fries and a cinnamon roll french fries were good too and that's that sustained me for two years. This is pre Michelle Obama telling us we should eat healthier. <laughs> French fries and cinnamon rolls every fucking day, and I would wash that down with a big fat Dr Pepper. <laughs> How is your cholesterol? Have you had a check? We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> um. Yeah, but they had, oh my gosh, they would roll that card out and it, trying to get to the, the those ladies was chaos because everyone wanted the, the cookies, the pizza. It was those circle pizzas. Oh, the little circle pizzas. So good. Um, But there was two. Sorry, I'm actively. <laughs> I'm actively. Oh. <laughs> I thought we stopped recording. No, we didn't stop recording. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm actively in the waiting room on Live Nation for Lana Del Rey tickets right now. Just full full disclosure. Full behind the scenes. Um, BTS. I'm not even sure I'm going to get them because, son of a bitch. I, oh, I do have a login for Live Nation. This, you know. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. We're in the waiting room. Okay. Excellent. Everything happened. And so we don't quickly. know how much Lana tickets are at the moment. We don't. That's what I'm checking. Because she decided to throw the world into chaos and announce a show a month before it happens. A month before it happens. <laughs> I'm just going to add 10 days to my tour. <laughs> what? What? 
Anyway, oh yeah, so the courtyard, uh, there was a junior courtyard and a senior courtyard. And the junior yes. courtyard was primarily freshman, sophomore, senior, junior, senior. But then within that courtyard, it was like the corner of like the Mies with our checkered belts and the skateboarders. It was like the beginning of <laughs> Clueless when they're walking down the lawn and she's pointing yeah. out all where the clicks are. That like, was the courtyard. That was the courtyard at St. Pete High. I wonder if we can get a current St. Pete High student to let us know. If it's still that way. Now oh. they're just in there doing TikTok dances. You know that. Oh, God. In their low-rise cargo pants that are back. We're mad about it. Okay, checkerboard. <laughs> 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 you just got to accept it. Yeah, but to to come... Uh, so by sophomore year, I vividly remember this moment. I had a different kind of circle of friends. My friend group really evolved because... Again, I really just had a lot of identity crisis because I was never the cool Hollister girls click, but like I always uh-huh. had this like, I want to be them. Yeah. I was never them though. And I really tried. I tried and I tried so hard that I remember my friend Rachel Manzo, love you so much. I told her, I was like, I think I want to buy a Hollister polo. <laughs> and we made a whole event of it. A whole group of us drove to International Mall after school and bought me they I think they bought it for me a yellow Hollister oh my God. polo and that was the beginning of me trying to be cool. Oh my god! Still trying. And did you start <laughs> crimping your hair? Um, <laughs> no, but I the so the back pockets on your jeans, big status symbol uh-huh. at the time, and I w- I slowly started buying Hollister jeans, rainbow flip flops. I worked in. I just kept working in these new items and phasing out the other me that. <laughs> She's like, wait, when you say the big, the back pockets, like the design on the back pockets. Oh, the stitching. It's I thought you I thought it was like gay hanky code, like you had to put a certain thing in your pocket. No, and I didn't know. Tell people what you were into. Um, We can um, get into that another day. But (laughs) no, this was more like, are they Hollister? Are they American Eagle? Oh, so like the the stitch, the stitching was a big deal. And I overthought this stuff so much. I even joined Rojans, which was the service club was like primarily the cheerleaders the cool girls yeah. <laughs> it went okay for me the service clubs <laughs> i still don't fully understand service clubs it was not something i yearned to be a part of because also straight guys are dumb um, <laughs> <laughs> um no i it's like kind of like a, a sorority yeah right? like, and like the ultimate sorority fraternities were the rojans and the interact oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. interact yeah. And then the guys, there was another one, the key, key. the key club. And there was like the key boys and the Rojan girls were yeah. always like. That was Interact. Though. The hot couple. Oh, that they was. They were the, the hot couple. Oh, oh. I oh. strived to be she- the hot couple. <laughs> and I, I, you know what? I, I had a good time in high school, though. I definitely changed. What did you actually do? This is really, <laughs> I'm sorry, I needed to back this up because I, to this adult day of my 36 years on earth really don't understand what a service club does well we did do a few service projects which were um generally clouded by girls sneaking off to drink around them (laughs) no uh that that was said poorly so we did do some (laughs) service We did do some service things. When you say service things, like helping old ladies cross the street, <laughs> like building a house, what are we talking about? I remember about? one time at the St. Anthony's Triathlon, I handed out water as they passed by. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then one time we all just got together and had a peace party and talked about ideas. <laughs> and then probably after that, went to somebody's house and did an affair and, and started something. drinking. <laughs> um, ah, so because- the club is more so like like a firm bond to not rat on each other. And you've got yeah. like paperwork to prove yeah. it. Yeah, and it's also, it's so <laughs> sorority as in like, there's definitely a pecking order, like the coolest girls are the oldest ones. And then mm. they're like, they they put they make you stand in front of all of them and then you have to answer questions in your interview, which I don't, I don't remember what they asked. Oh. The okay. pizza party I feel like is very vivid because that was like my first meeting and I was like, oh so my God, really I like- made it. And I only think I made it because of Courtney Kellen. Shout uh-huh. out, love you. Shout also, out to Courtney. Because I had all these lovely Queen. girls in my life just trying to. <laughs> I must have been so desperate. I mean, I had a good time in high school. I definitely think I've. I struggled to find myself for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, yeah. even I made that jump in fifth grade, but and <laughs> as we all know, in past episodes, I thrived. Max unapologetically found himself wherever he was. <laughs> <laughs> I am good about that. I'm, yeah. I, I assimilate well, usually, to any environment. Yeah, you do. Um, I, I feel like I, I strive to be like that. When I'm somewhere uncomfortable, sometimes I feel like I feel it all over my body. I'm like, oh my gosh. I did. I mean, I get that. I get that feeling too. But my the way I overcome it is like, how can I be the most popular person in this setting? <laughs> that is so accurate for you. <laughs> and also, by the way, um, it's not like you were like head of Interact or like you're rolling up to school in the the old Mazda. The oh the. the we have to have a moment for her. Can you please tell the story of the, your first yeah, vehicle? Yeah, the first vehicle. Okay. Um, none of this is going to make any sense at all whatsoever, but I'm going to do my best. Um, <laughs> as we've talked about before, our dad grew up kind of all over the world and lived a large part of his like high school life in Thailand and um, has always loved Thai food, whatever. Come Fast forward, living in Florida... Uh, starts the printing business uh, with our mom. And then like he had always been on like a quest for like authentic Thai food. Like triple Thai hot melt your face. Yeah. Like the way I'm still looking for a good bagel here. Like he was looking (laughs) for like good Thai food. Um, And one day like not too far, they went to this restaurant and uh, he ordered a curry or whatever. And he asked the guy like, can you make it like, how they make it in Thailand, like native spicy. And he's like, are you sure? Mm. And he's like, yeah, bring it, bring it. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know. And so he goes, he cooks the food. It's just like him and his wife and like their little daughter is serving the tables. <laughs> and he comes back with his curry and puts it in front of him and like kind of takes a step back and looks at him and watches him eat it. And he's like, he starts sweating. But he's yeah. like, yes, finally. And fast forward, they became like lifelong friends. Mm-hmm. And he's had several restaurants over the years. We used to take pilgrimages to his yes. restaurant uh, in, in Saras- Sarasota. Right. Yeah. Now it's in Newport Ritchie. Now in Newport Ritchie. It is the Thai cafe. He I split with his now. wife. It was like a big thing. Uh, great divide in the family. 
But uh, he's still in the restaurant business to this day. Uh, and his name was Noy. And uh, so we always went to his restaurant. And uh, we would make that drive to, to Bradenton, Sarasota. And when I was in high school, he always kept joking with me. He's like, you got a car yet? Mm-hmm. And our dad would be like, no, the grades aren't good enough yet. And every time, every time, you got a car yet? No, 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 no. And then one time he asked me, he was like, you got a car yet? No, I'll give you one. Ah! And dad's like, oh, no, I've been trying to make him earn this car. And he's like, yeah, I have a car um, if you want it. Meanwhile, this man owns an orchid farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In Sarasota. Beautiful orchid farm. He's like, yeah, it's down at the farm. Come and get it. It's yours. You just have to like get it home. Yeah. It was a what year Mazda? 1990. Mazda 626. We go down. It's been parked under a tree for ages. It was yeah. all three of his daughter's first car. And then it just sat there. And then, like, you know how, like, the grass grows up around yeah. a tree? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just, like, sitting in this plot of grass. And, um, but we cranked it up. It worked. Air conditioning didn't work. Like, half the stuff didn't work. But it's like, I'm 16. I have yeah. a car. Amazing. I love it. We got it home, got it checked out, got a few things done. Um, it wasn't until I think a couple weeks in and we started noticing <laughs> at night. We're just, you know, cruising around and something else is cruising around You'd in the vehicle see with us. Little cockroaches. Like German small. The little skinny ones. And they were all over the car. <laughs> all there would be nights, and it was only almost only at night. Um You'd walk out to the car, and I got so used to this that I would have to take my flip-flop off. And it was like that sock em game. And I'd be like, okay, as soon as you open the door, go as fast as you can and just knock them out. And then you open the door like... Because <laughs> they were fucking everywhere. It was bad. And, you know, here we are. I'm, I'm first time wearing my cool outfits in high school, right? Because we only shared one year of high school together. Yeah. My freshman year, senior. So that first year I did ride with you and we rode in the Mazda and I just, I can still remember like swatting one off my leg. Oh, God. And then you tried several times to bug bomb them. I tried to bug bomb it. Nothing worked. No. And that smell of the bug bomb. <laughs> the bug bomb. Lingered in that vehicle for the rest of the school year. For I the would, rest of its life. I think I still can smell it in my nostrils because it was like, I remember being on the way to school just praying to sweet baby Jesus that I wouldn't smell like this <laughs> when I got out of the car. <laughs> that was, that car, aside from the cockroaches, um, I loved, loved driving that car because... Everything that can go wrong with a car went wrong with that car. And I learned how to deal with so much shit so quickly. Yeah. The car would stall out at low idle. So like <laughs> if you're coming up to a red light, as you're braking and the idle's going down, it would just inevitably crash the car. Or not crash, but you know, it it would, it would the car would die. So I perfected this method of as I'm coming up to a red light and I know I have to stop, I would throw the car into neutral. <laughs> ease onto the brake and at the same time slowly ease onto the gas in neutral <laughs> so to keep the idle running and then as soon as the light changed i would throw it into drive get off the pedal <laughs> and jam on the gas and um 
I I survived like that for a while. Yeah, and then you did the, get in a little accident day I on did Central get into, Avenue. I rear-ended somebody in front of the Cafe Bohemia. <laughs> and then it had a green hood for a white car because you guys went to the junkyard. Our dad took me to the junkyard and taught me how to fix the car. We <laughs> So the bumper, by the way, um, <laughs> I rear-ended a rental Volvo. Not a dent, not a scratch on that car. What they say about Volvos is it's true. Real. It's real. Not a scratch. My car, like Crunch. the tinfoil swan you get at <laughs> like the Japanese restaurant, like just just totally crumpled sheets of metal. But instead of having it professionally done, of course, our dad's like, we can fix this. Um, got some chain and a come along, like a ratchet thing, mm-hmm. and uh, tied one end of the chain to a tree and tied the other to the front of the car and popped that bumper right back out. <laughs> Used a wine cork to steady level the uh, the hood back down because it didn't close. It closed too far, so we used a wine cork to uh, level that. <laughs> Uh, had to get a green hood from the from the junkyard, and uh, she was good as new. She lost power steering every once in a while, randomly. <laughs> <laughs> so you'd be driving along, just having a great day, and when you make a left turn, it's like, oh, no. like, like, like trying to steer an elephant in the wrong direction. Um, no, it was a good time. It was a good time. And you put a little license plate on the front of it that said work it. I did. That was my. Because that was Missy Elliott's big moment with that song and all of our big moment with that song. So you would see you rolling up green work it shiny license. Plate yeah. Yeah. I kind of became known as like the Missy Elliott kid for a while because like I, that song came on and that that took me to another place. She's <laughs> she's my queen, like absolute queen. <laughs> I remember, uh, actually, when I first heard that song, when I first heard Work It by Missy Elliott, I was on the bus before I had a car. The regular school bus. The, the, like a yellow school bus. I used oh, to take the bus. I was like, like, what is this bus? The no. bu- <laughs> I, I rode the bus a few a few times. I had, yeah. So, well, in, um, in middle school, the bus was like 10 blocks away to get to the stop and I had to walk what seemed like hours to get there. Cactus Corner. But at Cactus Corner and but in the morning our mom would drop me off at the bus stop so I didn't have to walk that early in the morning. Um but as you know we were often late getting ready <laughs> and there was always this dramatic scene where like we knew the bus was going to be there in like 1 minute and we're driving on 2nd Street through a neighborhood and you could still see the kids at the end. So like, okay, we're good. And then suddenly the yellow wall would go by. Oh, you'd see no. the bus was there. And then mom would hit on the gas. She was honking, <laughs> flashing the lights, like everything she could do to get this bus's attention. And then he would wait. And then I would get on the bus and he'd be like, oh, there you are. And then he played you Missy Elliott. Oh, uh, no. I, um... But yeah, and then in That's high an sc- interesting radio station choice. I would love to know what radio station he was playing. I wonder what they play on the buses. Well, that was um, that was in in high school then uh, when 
the the stop was right outside of our house and mm-hmm. that was when the the they had the air conditioned buses oh and it was like if you got on one of them you were thriving life because most of them at the day were not again i don't know how we survived anything yeah um but i remember like they had the radio station on and i think i'm sorry but i think it was 93.3 probably um Mm. hot 1015 wasn't even around yet so no no this was like way early 2000s and i think it was the 93.3 because it was like noticeably hip-hop heavy yeah Interesting. Um, you know, one of my horrible stories about the bus was walking through, you know, at St. Pete High, there's a bus lot after yeah. school. The buses line up. Well, again, I just felt like always a little lost that first year. And it was one of the days you couldn't take me home. So I was going to find the bus. You know, those mirrors that stick out really far? <laughs> yep. I walked straight into one. Oh. I mean, saw stars <laughs> in front of, because I'm like looking for my number, which bus is mine, and then boom. And then you do that thing where you like look around and there's all these people and I'm like, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm dying, but I'm good. Oh my God. That was so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> like i had my fair share of embarrassing i also passed out once in that same parking lot trying to give blood do the right (laughs) thing for the community got off the bus whoop no 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 they poured water all all over me and i had to go back to class soaking wet (laughs) you should avoid anything that involves the slightest risk of passing out i I think i think we've gotten to the point where you can't handle my low resting blood Um, I was thinking about, uh, you know, how we were talking about Catholic school before, because um, that was a big part of your life. Oh, very big. And I, even to, you know, up until fourth grade for me, and because you have to wear uniforms, you have no, there's no creativity, except um, in Catholic school, it's all about accessories. Yes. And what sort of black shoes you're going to wear. Like there was small freedoms that you had. But you really had to pick and choose those battles. I remember seeking out, like, for a long time, the black shoes you wanted were almost like a low-top Doc Martin. Like oh, a, like yeah. a With, like, a grippy bottom. The thick, grippy bottom. Which is very hard to explain to your parents, because your parents are like, don't you want something, like, you know, that's you're going to run around in the playground? And you're like, no, this is high fashion. <laughs> I want the least comfortable <laughs> shoe to wear all day, every day of the week. <laughs> so I remember being really specific about the type of black shoes. Also, like how many buttons you buttoned up. Like you do not button them all. You button like one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the uniform switched for me like halfway through because at one point we had the option to wear skorts and skirts and jumpers and then it went to just shirts shirts and polo or shirts shirts and polo shorts and polos oh the skirts went away yeah i remember the skirts nope then it became no options but shorts oh i remember like in like the second third grade you had the like that's a jumper. What it is was that like, thing called? It's the, a the, jumper. It's, it's a like, skirt, but it has like these plaid pieces that go over that go your up shoulder. Over, like overall. I have a good picture of me in that. Okay, really God. rocking it. Love that look. I thought that was good. There was one girl in my class, Allison, that I always thought just nailed that look. It, it was like, 
the perfect one for her. Yeah. I was like, to me, it was uh, the backpacks, the the, the, backpacks. the lunch boxes. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is the expression here. This is where I can really shine. Like a Jan sport. Like if you had a, a Jan sport that wasn't too puffy yeah. with like that tan bottom, you were. For me in my time, that was like cool. But then there was also Rolly backpack era. Well, see, for me, it was the Aladdin backpack <laughs> with the 3D lamp on the front <laughs> that you could actually rub. Like there was a <laughs> there was yes. like a pop out lamp that you could yes. rub that lamp and it had the genie on the top. And I was like, the, I remember like really begging hard, really, really like I'll do Great, I'll do great. Can I please have the 3D Genie Lamp backpack? <laughs> and we had a whole photo shoot when I got it on the first day of school, like showing it off. And you were standing behind me like the hype girl, like like the Price is Right model. <laughs> yeah, the lunch boxes and the and the backpacks. Due to high demand, ticket availability is limited, and ticket options may vary. And I'm not. I'm still in the queue. We haven't even gotten to the like. So it's just sending warnings now. It's already like, don't get your hopes up. It's like, girl, calm down. It's like, yeah. Oh, can you imagine the Taylor Swift fans who did this all day? I did this for Beyonce. I had in the middle of a meeting at work. I was like, (laughs) guys, I'm sorry. I need to have my computer open right now. (laughs) And uh, and they were with it though. They were like, they were more interested in that than anything we had to say at the meeting. (laughs) They were like, did you get them yet? Did you get them yet? Um. Yeah, it was like the accessories were everything in that era. Mm-hmm. And um, also to me, something that really stuck out in Catholic school, like every first class you you had to be, you had to sit in the order of like oh. alphabetical order. ABC order. ABC order. <laughs> <laughs> you always had to line up in ABC order. Like everything was ABC order. Mm-hmm. And um, I was always number two. And that's why, like, that's always my favorite well, number. Same. I was, I was up there. Yeah. Because we're bees. We're bees, and we're BL. So it's like a higher ranking. Um, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Amy B. Uh, uh, referenced previously on a podcast, Glue Stick Girl. The Glue Stick Girl. <laughs> you may remember Amy was always number one, um, and I was always number two. And I liked it that way. Yeah. I, I I always loved the number two. It's still like my lucky number to this day. <laughs> I didn't know that was the origin story. Yeah, that's why I always two. like like number two. Because uh, it was always my ranking. Fourth grade, some other bitch comes into school. Stop. Is uh, she an A? I get bumped to number three. <gasps> I had to go. I had to leave. <laughs> this isn't... This isn't serving my energy I, anymore. I had to go. The The entire paradigm of my childhood had shifted and I don't think I could have recovered. Yeah. That threw Mercury right into retrograde. Through it. it. Through just, it. No. And then, you know, because then in high school, you, know, you have multiple classes. It doesn't yeah. really affect. But like in a small Catholic school like that, you're stuck with these people all day, all day, all year. And every everything, like even when you go out to P.E., you had to line up in ABC order, like, which is just at the time you're not understanding like the logic. But now I'm picturing these teachers looking at a list like, do I got all these fuckers <laughs> <laughs> going down the list of names? Like, uh, because that was the way. I, yeah. And I remember because my best friend was Sammy C almost all through mm-hmm. that time. And we loved being next to each other. Yeah. Or almost next to each other in line. And then at some point, I feel like I was number one and she was number two for a short time. And that was like, we were peak 
We were high society. You were two (laughs) Sams. You were right next to each other. We were one and two. Top of the line. I'm telling you, that line order stays with you, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Like, that affects your life. And the people that were in your line adjacent to you, uh, you know and you probably think about. Yeah. Can you... I wonder how the, the people with, like... The, the X, Z, Y last names are doing now. You don't hear about them. You don't hear about them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I always hated that. Like, and, in, and then when you get into high school, the first day, some teachers line you up like that. The, they, they seat you according to number. Others, it's a free-for-all and you can sit with your friends. So that was always annoying. But I always like my friend Erica, who, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Erica Abramo, shout out to you. She was always number one in high school because she had an AB like really, really up there. Yeah. Uh, So we were always like, you know, even if we weren't like the bestest buddy friends, we always were like so cool with each other. You're like connected to those people who who end up next to you. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. really weird. There's like a bond that you share with like who you had to sit next to and all through all through school, like, because she went to Riviera, my middle school, too. So we were real tight. We always were sitting next to each other. Um, speaking of Riviera, um, that was, you remember, I told you about my, my Madonna Ray of Light cover album. Yes. I your covered book, my books. Your, you covered your yeah. books. Yes. Riviera, we, and again, we've referenced this in the past. Riviera very much looked like a brutalist jail, like yes. skinny windows. And like very light on any sort of extracurriculars. Yes, except um, band, which except we band. reference on Danielle's episode, which I think is number three or four. 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 Um, you were in band together there. We were in band there. And like we found our way. Um, but when I started that school, there was like this big shakeup because I was like in all of like the most uh, like starter entry level classes. And uh, our parents were like, absolutely not. Honors, 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 honors. honors. This is an honors class, this class. And because I think at some point I was complaining, like mm-hmm. everybody's so loud in this class. Nobody seems to care. And I was like, I guess that's just how it goes. And then all of a sudden, I, one day I was like boosted into this like other level of like honors. Level unlocked. And I was like, what? It was like yeah. being in a different school. It mm-hmm. was so weird. And it was good, though, until I got my first C. <gasps> And I was in, it was in a reading class and I didn't even think I did that bad on something, but I got a C on my first report card. Was this the day at Print City where you were taking, where I was asked to step outside? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I didn't step outside. Maybe you guys stepped outside. You got a real talking to at Prince City about grades. Oh. Prince City was our dad's print shop. Yeah. And I remember it didn't go well. Maybe that was a D. Did you get a there D? There may have been another. Uh, that may have been. I got an F one time on something and it was really oh, bad. Oh, that was that must have been I it. Because I still a, remember the picture I was drawing. Well, Because I was listening to you get yelled at. When I got the C, I remember... Uh, vividly the conversation was something like do you even want to go to college do you want yeah and i was panicked because i had never i was always like straight a's like cool i didn't expect to be judged so harshly in middle school yeah and we had to have a full like parent teacher conference like our dad our mom bobby our stepdad like all in the room all and they're like what's wrong with him why is he doing what the fuck 
And this poor teacher, she's like, oh, <laughs> um, no, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> just got it. Like, I don't think she had ever been confronted about somebody getting a C yeah. a, as a negative in her life. Like, because C is like, to them, kind of average. It's like, oh, maybe you had a dip Starting here. point. Like, yeah. it's it's technically satisfactory. Like, you're here, you're doing the thing. And in middle school, in, you know, in Riviera, like, that's not the worst thing you can get. But yeah. to our family, that the was The worst like thing you can get is arrested. The highest punishment. <laughs> Uh, no the worst thing you can get is the the short shorts measurement short wrong shorts. and you have to put on the big baggy t-shirt oh my god that they, and then the pants they hold together with a, a zip tie yeah uh, so i remember my first c as well and it was in fifth grade oh and do you remember on the last day of school it was really fun i would always bring a disposable camera on the last day oh. to take pictures of all my friends and we would snap snap and mrs reed was my fifth grade teacher. I'm glad you brought her up. <laughs> and I took I took a picture of her handing me my report card. I still have it somewhere in, oh a, in a box. God. Just, you know, snap, snap. I took it and she's got a big smile and she's handing it to me. I'm like, wouldn't this be a funny picture? That uh, report card turned out to have my first C in it. And it was and you devastating for me. And it was math, of course. I still oh. have math anxiety big time wow like the nail lady when i struggle to get the tip on there she tells me it because she's like don't stress yourself out honey no. <laughs> yeah um i i have major math anxiety and i'm just horrible and i got my first c and uh have a photo of it it was traumatic. You have a full photo evidence. Mrs. Reed was, or Miss, I don't know what she was at the time. Um, she was my second grade teacher. Then she changed. Um, and I remember specifically in her class, um, we were being obnoxious one day and we weren't following the instructions or whatever. And we had like a talking to. Like oh. I paused the lesson, like yelling, talking to. And, um, she said, I don't know why we're even, we, we, we're not even going to continue. I'm really ticked off right now. And to hear like ticked off as a second yeah. grader, you think you it's might a as curse well, word. you think it's like, fuck you, you <laughs> fucking shit cunts. Like that's what it, you think as a kid ticked she's off is. She, she said ticked off. She said, oh my God, it's really serious. It's really serious. Like we were stunned because yeah. we like, oh my gosh, that's like a big adult word. She yeah. said she's ticked off. Oh my God. Who was your all time favorite teacher? Uh, let's Ooh. just say, let's oh. say in elementary, middle in that time, that those formidable years. Well, let's see. I'll go at Catholic school. I will say um, uh, third grade, Mrs. Yevich. I remember her. Yes. Um, well, yeah, and also the music teacher, Mrs. Mayak. Oh my gosh, she taught us the hot cross buns. She was such an animated person. She was, because uh, she was uh, like the combo music art teacher. And she didn't have a classroom. She just yeah. came to, uh, she she would just show up and take over. <laughs> and you're like, this is going to be a great day. <laughs> didn't have a classroom, had a cart. And she would just like invade your classroom. And it was, let's go, party time. Like, 
put away. It was like Break it was out like the recorders and the <laughs> glitter. <laughs> recorders, glitter. Fuck all those studies. It was like in Matilda when the Trunchbull leaves yeah. and they put up all the fun things again. Like that was Mrs. Mayak when she came in because you never knew what the hell you were gonna get, but you knew it was gonna be fucking awesome. <laughs> There was tambourines. Yes. There was edible glue. And she did paper mache one day. And we did like the paper mache on the on like a balloon, you know, yeah. like you, you, you put it over the balloon and you pop the balloon and you have like a, a, a severed head that you, I don't know, paint a face <laughs> on. I don't. I, <laughs> but the you glue, also are scared of balloons. So maybe there's something. She there. made. <laughs> I was. That was a, the, the, the peak trauma. It was a balloon. Um, but she made uh, her own glue like the her own paste for the uh paper mache and it was like it smelled really like she put cinnamon in the glue <laughs> to make paper mache and i was like this smells delicious and she's like well technically you could eat it say less mrs maymac say less I, spoonfuls. I was just like, mm. for every strip of newspaper, I would take like three, like two finger dunks of the glue. Do you think she knew you guys were doing that? Yes. She, she gave me permission as the way I look at it. She said, it is edible. There's fucking cinnamon in it. I'm eating this. And that really explains a lot about my pumpkin spice addiction. Flash forward to Max buying cinnamon rolls every day of high school. Oh my gosh. That's why. That's why. That's why. Mm. I need to pause for two seconds. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? Oh no. How much were they? $484 for like. This is at the amphitheater, so there's like the pit, and then like there's the next level from the pit that are the seats. Oh, Four hundred eighty-four dollars. And I love her, but like, what if she's late, like she was at that one other show, and then they what cut her off? What if you get in the crazy energy field pit? Did you see that video? What? Go on TikTok and type in Lana Del Rey shockwave. People were saying that this like energy expelled from the stage and knocked a bunch of people over other people are saying that maybe it was just a domino effect of people falling over but it looks wild in the video what yeah i believe with lana it's a shockwave <laughs> she's sending shockwave. i believe that i would believe lana del rey to be one of the aliens that's already here yeah 100 i would if that came out i would not be surprised i would not be surprised at all like yeah. she was sent to spread peace yeah Can you remember every teacher's name you ever had? Oh, God. Mm. For the most part, I think I know K through eight, with an exception for, uh, no, I think I know them all. It, yeah. No, because once I once I switch in the middle, that's when you had like six oh, classes. Oh, see, yeah, I didn't know. And, and most of the middle school classes were forgettable. Mm. There was one lady, oh, my God, what was her name? In sixth grade, I had Miss Linder, and she was, uh, it was a, the reading class, I think. It was a reading class. And this just speaks to, like, the gay I've become and, like, <laughs> the way, like, it's so true how they say, like, 
you know when the teacher tells the parent like he's a joy to have in class. He's probably gay. <laughs> joy. <laughs> um, she was the epitome of that. She yeah. um was this like beautiful curvy black woman. She always came to school in like bright floral like flowy dresses patterns like Mm. she was always stunning and she always had like such a fun like vibe in her class and and she always called me to all year long by my full name maxwell 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 but she also unapologetically had favorites More teachers should do that. It might create competitive energy. And I was one of them. And there was this other girl, Melissa, who was the favorite before I arrived. And then there was a very healthy, unhealthy competition between me and Melissa for the class favorite. And I, uh, I'd like to say that I earned it. Um, But she, Mrs. Linder, like shout out to her wherever she is. I thought, was the coolest teacher. She taught us like poetry phrasing in like a really fun way. The A, B, B, A, 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 A. Like, and I was the class favorite. And like, again, like I have to be the popular kid. Like that was (laughs) it for me. Like she showered me with praise every day in front of all these other fuckers. Like she just made me feel like I was the shit. Like I was the star of my own Ryan Murphy show. Like I adored that class. And... It was all a sham because mm-hmm. I hated doing homework and reading. So I was <laughs> like, I'm going to be the class favorite. So, I had yeah. an unhealthy level of like, I was the need to get straight A's person. Like I had to get straight A's. But then when I went to St. Pete High, they had that IB traditional uh, barrier. So IB program uh-huh. was like, I wanted to get straight A's so bad that I knew I shouldn't do IB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to do the honors, you know, not for math, traditional, most basic, like, let's use colors for you. But I was like, (laughs) let's, um, I know my limits and I know that I'm, I I need to get A's and B's. So I'm not going to put myself through that. So I didn't do IB. I had a lot of friends who did and watched them absolutely go through treacherous exams and And stacks of paper. Really happy. Giant stacks of paper with them. Mm, It was, I always did feel a little bit like there was, there was a status that they had above us. Like, Oh, you're not IB. Oh, it was very that I'd be like, no, but I have a life. I work at Publix. But (laughs) cause we were known as traditional. We were traditional kids. Like, and it was very divisive. It was like, we needed a rebranding on traditional. Yeah. Um, how about, um, no, yeah. Like, know my limits, like (laughs) know myself to not put myself through that. I had another great teacher experience in high school. I mean, I had a lot and I, I, Half of them I still know now. Like, shout out to Mr. V. Mr. V. Shout out to Miss Grunz. Miss Grunz was like, awesome. S- incredible people who have shaped our lives, like, for real. Um, I had one funny instance, though. Like, and this was senior year. Uh, I had a, I had a, uh, an English teacher, uh, probably, like, my sophomore freshman. And I that was, like, a solid C class for me. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Alston. Again, a pleasure in class. <laughs> I was a pleasure to be in class. Solid C student. <laughs> Um, and she was always mad cause I just wouldn't do the homework. And I'm like, I don't want to do the homework. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> and she was like, whatever, whatever. But she was nice. So 
the, like, it's nice. <laughs> like the year later, <laughs> I ended up being in like this little play in school. And it was just like wild comedy, like a British comedy about like um, a man uh, finding a banana. I don't even remember now. Mr. Wibble. It was this like weird play that I was in. And it was like this British comedy, slapstick, hilarious. She came and she loved it she was like you're hilarious you know what you're doing in theater like again showering praise i'm soaking it up (laughs) and so when it came time for college applications and i thought i was going to go to this like theater school at fsu i needed recommendations and i went to her and i was like i would really appreciate from a teacher like a recommendation on this she's like this is on your performance in the play right Because I won't do the other thing. <laughs> I was um, like, yes, this is just for my acting y- ability. What you said the other night, <laughs> let's transcribe. Let's write uh, it down. My biggest glow up, though, uh, first day of school. It wasn't a yellow Hollister polo. It was not a yellow Hollister polo. (laughs) But I mean, that's iconic. That's iconic. It was a moment. No, my I the greatest in my life was the swap from sophomore to junior year. That was again when I started driving. Mm -hmm. I lost a bunch of baby fat, like like kid weight. I got really thin. I started swimming. I was like driving out to the beach every day. I got super tan. I grew my hair out. That was the beginning of like yeah. the Capri phase we talked about. Which we referenced that last time. And I just want to touch on it really quick because it was <laughs> such a funny moment. So we went to Miami for a family member's wedding. And we're with our dad, our grandpa. And we did the whole walk down Collins, walk around South Beach. We went into a United Colors of Benetton. Benetton. Isn't that what it was? Benetton? Yes. Benetton. Yes. And... You spotted these white capris. They were very Miami, very South Beach, and you had you had to have them. I had to have them. And I believe they were $75, $65. Maybe, probably. And I just remember our dad saying something like, you want these fucking capri white pants for $70? What? And we... I heard about those for the longest time. Well, I wore those to their absolute death. Though. You did. I you did. Loved those. Ah, oh, that was that. Yeah, I I grew my hair long. And you wispy. do latch on to like styles. Yeah, but not always like trend styles. Yeah, just something like, you like. You definitely own it. I, that is true. That is yeah. very true. I I just find like a thing, and mm-hmm. I love that thing. Um. Yeah, that, but I remember that was the glow up that it was almost like the dream I had. Like I got into school one day and the first class was a theater class and I sat down and at this point I wasn't like super into the theater crowd yet, but I was like really starting to get into it. And I sat down and like I saw some people and like nodded heads and like it was like kind of quiet and somber entry into class and people are like nodding. Hello, hello. And then at one point, like my now like one of the best friends of all time, Melissa, had sat down and she looked over and just like kind of ignored me. And I was like, Oh wow. Okay. Well, serious junior year. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I think I heard her neck crack when she looked back at me and she was like, Max. 
Because I was just like kind of like a pudgy, cute kid Mm -hmm. growing up. But like junior year was when I got hot. Like, I'll say it. Like, that was my peak, like slim, tan, waspy hair when I had it. Like, that was. And she was like, what the fuck? Who are you? And then everyone like pummeled me. They're like, we had no idea that was you. I was like sitting in the back. I was like. I'll never recover from this high. <laughs> People dream of those like, glow ups. That was the that was like yeah. the 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 clueless walking into class, like yes. the music's playing. That's funny you say that because I feel like junior year, my best feeling confidence year time was probably end of sophomore year into junior year because I was slim. Tan mm-hmm. had my first long-term boyfriend, Sean, uh-huh. who went to another high school, so nobody knew him really. And we were going to the beach all the time. Like I finally had a friend group that really like solidified, like Kiana and Rachel, yeah. and like I had like things were. But then th- it got. Then I had the opposite <laughs> thing happen summer between junior and senior year because he and I broke up at some point there. And I gained the most weight I've ever gained in a single time frame of life going. My oh. senior year was my heaviest I've ever actually been as an But I think it's because the opposite happened. I was always a very lanky, skinny kid. Yeah. And I think that I just finally finished puberty. I was a late bloomer and my metabolism dropped. Yeah. And also like, you know, the lack of boyfriend probably (laughs) my feelings a little bit. Uh, And yeah, I I look back at pictures from senior year and I'm like, but then shout out to her mom. She hooked me up with um, Jerry, the trainer at Gold's Gym. Oh. And we started because I was very vocal to her about not being happy with how I looked. So I got a (laughs) trainer. We got on the Liz diet plan. Oh, my God. And we tightened her up before college. Is that the handful of almonds (laughs) diet? Is that (laughs) the grazing diet? Yeah, back to school time. Um, it's always like again, like the summer's over, and here in Florida, you don't really feel it as much because like it's just hot all the time. Like yeah. right now, we're almost up on Labor Day, and it is oh eighty seven at what is it ten in the morning? Eighty seven right with another impending storm. <laughs> impending storm, record heat wave, yeah. all time low drought. It's great. <laughs> Everything's great here. Um, but you know, up north, you feel it more. Like Labor Day is like a hard cutoff. There's the fall. It's coming. Um, But the one joyous thing that does come with back to school time. This pumpkin spice Ah. time. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) It is time. Um, And you are a stan. You are a certified stan of all things pumpkin spice. I am a stan. I've always been like that. Reference any episode. I love the crumb cakes. I love anything with the cinnamon spicy. It's not so much. It's not the Ugg boots and the hats for me. And now we have learned who we can thank. Miss Mayak and her cinnamon. Oh, my God. My my pumpkin spice addiction comes from. The fact that I don't remember that. Like, I think maybe I do, but I haven't thought about it. 
So thank you, Mrs. Mayak. Thank for you for this. Really, really leading me. Really, Trader Joe should thank them to thank her too. Oh my gosh, I haven't even checked. Has it's is it pumpkin time there? I yet? haven't been. Oh my I don't God. know. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a few weeks ago. Oh my God, that's diff. That's a whole different ball game. But Oreo. It's time. The one that got me hooked to begin with, and this is a classic flavor. This is not new, but. It's the first like funky flavor that Oreo ever did, like off the beaten path. And they nailed it. They're just, oh, it's so good. Also, it's the right amount of filling. It is. I, li- I like the golden Oreos. I love I the really golden do. Oreo. I think that they're a classic vanilla flavor. Thank you. <laughs> mm. Mm. You know what I like too? It's not it's not yelling at you that it's pumpkin spice. It's not screaming pumpkin spice at your face. No, it's just It's a hint. That warm cinnamon spice and mm-hmm. a flavor that I just love in general and it just happens to roll out every year this time. Yeah. But it's just the right it's uh, it's the right seasonal flavor. Mm-hmm. They just they nail this always every time. This would be really great dunked. Ooh. And maybe in some- glue. <laughs> maybe for you maybe (laughs) i was thinking more of like a if it were wrapped in newspaper (laughs) i was thinking more like a cream cheese yeah Mm. yeah yeah very good it's just delicious Mm -hmm. it's just delicious i'm so happy it's back because sometimes they try to do some weird shit and i'm like play the hits just yeah, play, the, play hits. the hits. Play the hits. I love pumpkin spice, but I'm not a PSL person. Yeah, I don't. I don't become that weird yeah. like character with the hat and the sweater and the the boots. I just also don't really like the PSL from Starbucks. It's not good. It gives me acid reflux. Yeah. <laughs> um, Didn't somebody prove that there's like washer fluid or like formaldehyde <laughs> in it or something? There's something like terrible in it. I don't know. But that was lovely. That is the right dose of pumpkin spice. That's the right. No, you got to get it. Like, if you want, like, a pumpkin coffee, like, you got to go to, like, Bandit mm-hmm. or um, any of the ones around here. Again, they're not going to. Make gonna... it, like, from scratch because yeah. it won't be overly sweet and you'll get, like, the spices and, oh. And then you can curl up in your flannel on a nice 90-degree day and just <laughs> and love life. And watch movies. Hey. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh the school scaries. Yeah. Well this was fun. This was fun. I um I'll probably dream about it again now when I go to bed. Yeah. We appreciate you listening to these episodes where it's just us because we certainly have a good time. <laughs> we enjoy it. This yeah. is our trauma unfolding yeah. on a nightly yep. basis. Well, um, thanks for listening. And um and we will see, see you, you next week. week.